Welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. On the line right now, we've got Colton Dixon, who uh, has recently been on American Idol. He's got his first album coming out soon. And I'm the first ever Aussie he's chatted to on the radio. It's great to have you with us, Colton. How are you doing, mate? I'm so good. So good <laughs> to hear you talk. <laughs> so do you know many other Aussies, mate? Have you ever chatted to many Aussies before? Yes, um, I have. Um, there's a drummer for the Newsboys. Yeah. Um, Duncan? Duncan. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, I've talked with Duncan, had Starbucks with Duncan. Um, he, he's a cool guy, isn't he, eh? He is. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of Aussies in the States, you know, like Rebecca St. James and Paul Coleman and Peter Furler. Uh, we, we love uh, the US. And uh, American Idol's been pretty big in Australia as well. You know, down under here, we've had it on the telly, and uh, there's a whole bunch of our listeners that have probably seen you. For those who don't know Colton Dixon, he's the guy with the, the tall, lanky guy with like the blonde kind of mohawk mullet look. Is that how you describe your haircut? <laughs> I'd say that's, a, that's about as good as anyone's described it so far. So. <laughs> Very cool. Now, I'm looking forward to finding out a bit about you, and I've uh, done a little bit of uh, research looking at your story here, and I, I can't pronounce the town you're from. I know it's in Tennessee, but how do you pronounce the town you're from? It's Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. That's it. There you go. I did pretty well, eh? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so, mate, tell us, um, what was your upbringing and family life like as a young fella? Man, uh, born and raised in a Christian home. Um, had a great family, great support system. Um, my sister and I, um, man, we're kind of into the whole um, music entertainment thing, even li- as little guys. Um, we would put on shows for our parents late at night and um, just really enjoyed enjoyed um, being together as a family. Um, the whole music thing started um, even after my sister Skylar started singing. Um, started when I was 13 um, and really got serious about music when I was 15. I um, started leading worship um, in the youth group that I was a part of, and um, man, it was just—it was really cool to see the different doors that God was opening, and um, even the ones that He was closing. Um, I remember giving up sports for music when I was 15, and um, whereas it was hard at the time, I think it was a good decision. Um, looking back on it now, and <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been a fun journey, man. Um, but I do—I have a really great. Great family and a great support system. Back and home. some interesting facts about you is that uh, as a family, uh, you guys had a Maltese dog named Maggie, a dog named Ozzy, and a cat named Chloe. Who came up with the names? Yep. Um, well, my mom likes to name our dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, with Ozzy, um, she almost named Ozzy Raul. Oh. Um, I know that is the most interesting dog name I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, <laughs> so we really forced her against that one. Um, mm. So now we were stuck with Ozzy, but um, I think my sister named our cat Chloe. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, so mom does most of the naming. Oh, cool. And, go. and you're also into skimboarding and collecting bobbleheads. So for those who don't know what bobbleheads, what, what are they? Bobbleheads are little figures that have a, a large head mm-hmm. and they bobble. <laughs> They're on a spring and they bobble. Um, I'm I'm a little nerdy. Um, I uh, I really love Batman. And uh, and superheroes in general, so I have a, a little collection of superhero bobbleheads going on. Um, so that's where that comes from. And uh, and I do I love skimboarding. Um, yep. We go to Florida um, most every year um, for summer vacation. Um, my grandparents have a house there, and man, I started skimboarding when I was little. I just loved it. You skim Very along nice. on the sand on the beach, is that? And you, you go up to the waves, is that it? Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I haven't really 
I'm not I'm not a pro at it or anything. I haven't really gone out into the waves too much um, successfully. <laughs> but uh, I have fun with it. Well, you, you'll have to come to Australia and have a go at it, mate. We've got heaps of good beaches here. Absolutely. Yeah, Duncan was telling me great beaches in Australia. Now, also, in 2008, you were an extra during the filming of Hannah Montana, the movie. Now, uh, my daughter loves that movie. And, uh, you know, of course, Miley Cyrus, uh, she, she was a, a bit more innocent back then. Did you get to meet her at all? Um, yeah. Um, she, uh, we were actually in the scenes that took place uh, at the carnival uh, okay. in her hometown mm-hmm. in the movie. I don't, I don't know if, you know, the people listening have watched the movie or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm definitely not a country boy, if you know who I am. So that, it was definitely an interesting role to take on. I was yep. wearing the cowboy hat, the cowboy boots, the whole nine yards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, man, just being on set um, of something of that scale was really cool to watch and experience. And mm-hmm. um, I think we were some of the first people to hear her song, uh, The Climb, um, which is a great song. It's still really favorite song of mine she did a great job with that now i'm curious to find out about the the whole american idol uh, story and uh i know we've got a, a few mutual favorite bands i see you like lifehouse switchfoot skillet the fray they're some of my favorite bands too so you're obviously yeah. into a bit of rock kind of stuff uh, tell us about uh, the journey towards american idol how did it all begin uh, really it's it started in uh, in my sister um she really wanted to audition um the first year um that we tried out and uh was going with her and standing in the long line and um, just in the midst of that she said you know you sing you might as well audition you know what do you have to lose kind of a thing and I agreed um, I thought it'd be cool if we made it and we did and, um, you know it wasn't quite my year that year um, but the second year is really where the interesting stuff starts ha- started to happen uh, my sister went in to audition again for the second time and I was still riding the wave from the different opportunities that came from my first year on American Idol and um, didn't think it was time to quit that yet, so just going to support her. Um, and she was in uh, the room with the judges, and she poked her head out and said, hey, the judges remember you from last year, and they want to see you. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, um, I walked in, and um, sure enough, they started guilt-tripping me on why I wasn't auditioning this year, the, this last year. And um, you know, somehow, by the end of it all, I had, I had auditioned, and we both made it to Hollywood again. And um, Man, uh, very glad it happened because um, great things came out of that. But um, that's just kind of how it led up. So it really wasn't even I, – I was never um, – I watched American Idol since season one, and I never really thought, you know, man, I would love to win that show one year or whatever. Um, I always wanted to do music. I didn't think that American Idol would be the platform to get me to where I am. But um, sure enough, it was. Uh, very thankful that it was. Mm. Well, I'm looking at the uh, list of songs that you sang uh, while you were auditioning or performing at Idol, and it's good to see that you did a Switchfoot song, Only Hope, uh, also Daughtry, uh, Coldplay, Lifehouse, uh, Billy Joel. You've done a whole bunch of great songs there. Uh, was it a, a good opportunity uh, you know, on the program? Did, did you get to be much of a Christian witness when, when you were chatting to the judges on air? Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, on and off camera, there, was, there were a lot of cool moments um, to not necessarily witness, but just to live by example. Yeah. Um, so whether it was not participating in something or, um, I don't know, I believe as a Christian we're called to higher standards, um, yeah. you know, and um, we're called not to be of this world. So I was just trying to, to be an example of that um, while on the show. And, um, you know, my favorite moment from the show was uh, when I was eliminated, actually, and I was able to do um, everything by Lifehouse. Yeah, um, such a good song, and, huh? Uh, Man, it's uh, it's my favorite worship song of all time. Yeah, actually. yeah. And um, 
really, really, really uh, was excited that I was able to do that and um, to just be able to worship. Um, you know, didn't care how many people were watching or who was in the audience, just to have a chance to thank God for, you know, the opportunity that he gave me to be on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, such a great opportunity and um, so many great doors opened because of that. So just a time for me and God to chat. Um, and it just happened to be in front of 20 million people watching. Yeah. Which is, uh, Really cool experience. Well, that song, of course, is one of the most viewed ever YouTube clips uh, with the the drama skit uh, performed yeah. to the song Everything by Lifehouse. Such a powerful clip. A lot of, a lot of people would know it from there. Uh, now, since then, the ride's been incredible. You know, you've been on the Today Show, uh, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Uh, you've really had a whole bunch of great TV appearances uh, where you've had an opportunity to perform. Uh, and you've also been collaborating with Brandon Heath, one of my favorite artists. What's it been like working with him? Yeah, um, Brandon and I wrote one song. Um, man, it's such a great song. Um, it didn't uh, make this record, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the next record, which I think will be geared a little more for that. But, um, man, uh, such a great guy, genuine guy. Um, unfortunately, just because um, there's an artist that's labeled in Christian music, it doesn't necessarily mean that their walk is what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen some of that, but Brandon really is one of those guys that's genuine and has a heart for ministry. Mm. And, uh, man, such a great guy to be around, let alone write with. Um, he's been a, um, a big artist on my playlist as well. Um, yeah. So it was, very, it was a cool moment to be able to write with him and um, to get that experience. But, man, such a great song came out of that mm. called uh, Tear Me Apart. So be looking for that song in the future. I've got friends that uh, work on staff at a big church called New Hope in Hawaii, and uh, they said Brandon Heath performed there recently uh, in, in their Sunday services across the weekend and said he was just such a humble guy with a heart for worship. Would that be a good description of him, would you say? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. seeing his mentality in the, in the writing process, um, he really just tries to... Um, get out of the way of what God is trying to say yeah. um, and is so humble about it. It is really mm. amazing. Your first, uh, your debut single entitled You Are hit the US radio airwaves uh, in uh, October 2012. Uh, how did that song go and, and what's it all about? Um, the song did really well and it's, it's still doing well on radio which I'm thrilled to say. Um, man, the song um, stems from a, a friend of mine and I wanting to write a song um, that kind of summed up worship and what that meant to us. Um, you know, which, which the chorus came out of that, um, just being something really simple um, that people can sing along with um, and that hopefully could be a gateway for, for people to get in the worship mindset. Um, but the second reason for writing the song was um, I had a friend who uh, was going through a rough, rough time at life and um, even contemplated suicide at one point and, uh, and just needed, needed something needed a word of encouragement and uh we just we wanted to write a song for him as well um you know the the lyrics in the verse are um when i can't find the words to say how much it hurts you're the healing in my heart mm. um so just really being that segue um for him to connect with god and and uh, to get his life back on track um was something that we really believe strongly in and uh, it's been cool to see how other people like like him have connected with the song in that way um but man i'm just again i'm excited to see how God uses um, this music uh, yeah. and these these lyrics um, to touch people. Um, it's been cool to watch so far, and, and I hope there's uh, many more years um, of that. Well, it's an incredible platform that you've been given uh, since uh, American Idol. And I th- is it correct that you came seventh uh, in the 11th yeah. season of Idol? Is that right? 
Seventh place. Seventh yes, place. Sir. Very cool. Uh, now, uh, you also r- recently performed at the uh, Passion Conference uh, 2013. Uh, you did a song called Jesus Paid It All in front of 60,000 people uh, alongside the likes of Chris Tomlin and Louis Giglio. Uh, what was that event like? Uh, man, Passion blew my mind. Mm. Um, there were 60,000 college-age students in, uh, in one arena. Um, that all were absolutely in love with Jesus. Yeah. Um, and the way they sang just told you that. Mm. Um, I remember um, I was so nervous to go up and lead. First of all, who am I to lead this song in front of all these people who are on fire for the Lord? Um, I consider myself on fire for the Lord too, but man, I am, I am in no position <laughs> to be a leader in that aspect. Um, but I, I mean, I just remember as I started playing, I could hear them singing over the in-ear monitors in my ears, um, which you have to be very loud to do that. Um, and it was just, it was amazing. It was uh, one of the coolest worship experiences I've ever been a part of. Um, but then on top of that, to look around and see people like Chris Tomlin and Christian Stanfill and Carrie Job and, and Matt Redman um, singing background vocals for you. <laughs> I mean, it really was a trip. <laughs> uh, really, really cool to be a part of that. We do have to go in a moment, but we always like to ask our guests, uh, you know, there might be people listening that aren't a Christian, that have never heard the gospel. Would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? The, the way I've heard it best described is um, we have a God-shaped hole in all of us. Um, some people spend a long, a long time searching um, to fill that, and maybe you, maybe you don't know what that thing is that you need, um, but I'm going to tell you it's Jesus. Um, God, who created the universe um, in six days and rested on the seventh, he sent his son to die um, on a cross just so that he could have a personal relationship with you. Um, you know, we, we all need him. We're all sinners, um, and we're imperfect. Um, but that's why he sent his son, um, to take our place um, in death, really, um, so that we could have that relationship with him. And, and, uh, and he wants that more than anything. Um, you know, all it takes is just um, opening up your heart and letting him inside of you. And, um, and man, your life will be forever different. Um, I remember when I gave my life to Jesus, I was seven years old, and, uh, and I finally realized that I needed, I needed something bigger and greater than, um, than I could ever accomplish. Um, and his name was Jesus. Um, so I definitely encourage you to, you know, even if you're, if you haven't made that decision, just to be open to it and just to see what God does in your life. It's really, uh, it's really going to be amazing what he does. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That is Colton Dixon, and uh, the website is coltondixon.com if people want to look that up. And, uh, of course, uh, mate, you've got a brand new album out called A Messenger. Uh, we pray for the Lord's blessing on you and favor and many, many more doors to open for you uh, in your career. We've been talking with Colton Dixon. His new album, A Messenger, is coming out soon. Seventh, uh, seventh place winner in uh, the American Idol, the 11th season. It's a blessing to have you on the radio, mate. I reckon history maker, God bless. All right. God bless you too, man. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. There you can download interviews, subscribe to the podcast, make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel, and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.